belly up to the bar, barflies, and have a drink with me. My name is Kellen, and this is the Midwestern Barfly Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you so much for coming back to the program. This is episode number nine of the Midwestern Barfly podcast. Hope you all, hope y'all, hope y'all, I'm Southern somehow and I'm from the Midwest. Don't know how that happened. Anyway, um, hope you all have had an amazing week. We have a lot of shit to get to today. We got a few baseball related uh, topics to get to and Probably one of the weirdest news stories I've ever heard in my life. One of. I've said a, talked a lot about news stories on this show and with this website. This one, bro, I don't know what I think about it, but we'll we'll get to it. It'll, it'll be one of the topics. But before we get there, I do want to say that this show is sponsored by, as always, the Midwestern Barfly Gazette shop. Yes, that is our merch store. That is where we sell all of our goofy T-shirts, hoodies, uh, slides, hats, whatever you want from our brand. That's where we sell them. We got some greats like the I'm My Grandma's Bookie line, the WinBets Pound Beers line. We got a new one out that's the, what did I call it? The What Did I Do line. It's me with those goofy ass uh, goggles on with a speech bubble says, what did I do? Almost like a catchphrase for me. If you ask anyone that knows me, I've said that before at least seven times in their presence with within the span of a week or so not at one time that'd be fucking weird anyway though please make sure to check that out fill your cart up do some shopping you know the holidays are coming up it is july about to be august but you got to be prepared at some point folks so go check that out link will be in the bio or below wherever you're listening to this now that that's out of the way though let's get to our first topic all right, so to start this one off, this one's for the baseball fans out there. So just just a little bit ago, a few days ago, maybe even a week ago, uh, good old Juan Soto of the Washington Nationals was offered, let me check my notes, a 15-year, $440 million deal. I'll say that again. He was offered from the Washington Nationals 15 years where he will be paid or however it's structured but the price of that contract is 440 million dollars that's a lot of fucking money for people that don't understand i was a st- and he turned it down if you didn't see the news it's all over the news so i don't have to so- i don't have to source it he he declined a 15 year 440 million dollar contract i as a baseball fan, I can understand it, and I'll explain that in a second. But looking at this as an outsider, just the thought of being a human that can look another human in the face and go, no, I don't want you to pay me $440 million over the next 15 years. I don't want that. I decline this. That's just astounding to me. It's just astounding that, what is he, 23 years old? He's able to look someone in the eye and say that. I mean, if it was me, I would have probably, like, thought it through. Like, 
taking a second to think about it, which he probably did. I don't know him. I don't know his situation. I don't know his reasoning for saying no. But if it were me, that's a lot of fucking money to consider. But if you look at it from the baseball side, the baseball fan point of view, it makes sense why someone in his position would say no. It makes sense because if you look... If you look at the Washington Nationals, they won the title. They won the World Series, I think it was 2019, 2018, 2019. I think it was 2019. Ever since then, though, it's been a downhill slide for those guys. Like, if you look back, obviously, there's the COVID year, which is not going to, like, doesn't really fit as well with the COVID year. But if you look at their win percentages the last three years, it literally goes down every year. Like right now, they're easily on track to, win, to lose a hundred games. Excuse me, they're the they're the basement dwellers of the National League. They literally are. If you look at the standings right now, they are the worst team in the National League, and it doesn't look any better. Like it's getting any better from that, folks. From there, folks, because if you look at where this far their farm system, their young guys are ranked. At the beginning of the year, they're ranked what in the twenties. Like the high twenties, twenty to twenty three, somewhere around there. I don't, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I wrote an article about it. So when you have have a bad of a farm system, and you, the majors are just playing like shit, what do you expect from a guy like Juan Soto to do? I mean, granted, like I said, that's a lot of money, but. It's not like he wants to stay be a lifer there. And there's not again, there's nothing wrong with being a lifer with a team. Like a lot of a lot of players have done it before. It's not uncommon. Problem is, in his certain position, being a lifer would mean a lot of losing, folks. A lot of losing. Cause when you got all that money like situated into one place kind of tough spreading it around the rest of the diamond or the rest of the roster if that makes sense when you at this point him his 20 his him being 23 and whatnot when your farm system is mediocre as shit and it doesn't look like you're gonna get a lot of reinforcements coming up from the miners to help you you being soto in the next in the next few years i mean I could see why someone would say no. I, I could see it. But the question, though, is he's obviously going to be on the trading block. That's what the news surrounding around, surrounding it. He's allegedly on the trading block. So the question that surrounds it is, where is he going? Where is Juan going? Where are they going to send him? Me, personally, I, it, I, don't, I don't see it happening just because they have such a good nucleus right now like they're the best team in baseball or one of the best teams in baseball but the new york yankees i would love to see that solely because it would make the rest of the baseball world lose their shit because i mean personally how i look at baseball it's everyone versus the yankees it is because they've always had that like ever since i was little and i'm 28 and i feel so old saying that but ever since I was little, it's always been everyone versus the Yankees. Like, they were the big time. They were the 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 New York team. They were buying everybody up. This, that. They were always winning. So, the, the thought of Juan Soto 
going there in some fashion to be with guys like Stanton and Judge and Rizzo and whoever else and that pitching staff, whoever else is on that fucking team. That would be that would just set the whole season to a tizzy. Like on social media, it's just gonna be like, oh fuck the Yankees, this, that, whatever. It's just gonna piss so many people off and I would laugh my ass off. It would be amazing to see. But as a more of a realistic pick, well, obviously the Yankees are realistic, but my real pick is I would love to see, me personally, see Juan Soto go to a team that's kind of on the outside looking in when it comes to the playoffs. So like the Yankees, the Mets, those guys are on the top, whatever. But I want to see Soto go to like a Mariners or like the Guardians. Like I obviously like, I don't know what the trading situation would be like. I just think that'd be so dope. Just that to see him go to that one organization that's right outside looking in or like a team that's kind of near the bottom. If, if the play, Let me explain. If the playoffs started today, one of those teams that's near like the middle or the bottom where if Soto went, it would make the, the postseason a lot more interesting. Like, if you went to the Mariners and teamed up with uh, Julio Rodriguez and those boys, that would be fun to fucking watch. I don't see it happening. If it does, great. It would be fantastic. But that's just my personal opinion on where he should end up. The question is, though, where do you think Juan Soto should end up? Or will end up, rather? Uh, Let me know in the comments. I would love to hear it. And, yeah, Juan Soto, buddy. This just made uh, the next few weeks very fucking interesting. All right, so before we get into this next segment, I want to pose a question for you all. I want to pose a question, and I want to ask, how much do you think minor league ball players get get paid? Like minor league baseball players. Like single A, double A, triple A, whatever. How much do you think they get paid? Do you think they get paid a living wage? Do you think they get paid like the big boys or even like half like the big guys and the bigs? Well, I say this because, and I Googled this, I found this from a Washington Post article from April 25th of this year. And this is a quote. Annual salaries for minor league baseball players, they're about 7,000, range between $4,800 at the rookie ball level levels to about 14k in AAA. They are nothing during the offseason or in the grueling 7 days a week spring training. This is a quote from the Washington Post from an article this year. It's not like I went back to like 2017 or some shit. This year. So basically they they get paid like shit. While the boys and the bigs are getting paid like millions of dollars or whatnot. Like the last segment you heard where Juan Soto got offered 40, 444 million. These guys are getting paid in the AAA level 14k annually. The fuck is that? That's absolutely not a living wage first off. And secondly, if you think that's a living wage, you are completely blind and you should really look in the mirror and say to yourself, "Do I understand anything?" Now I say this because oh Something uh, started getting started was uh, was trending today, as I 
the day I filmed this or record this on social media. Good old Rob Manfred was trending. That beautiful, beautiful man. And I say that sarcastically because, and I quote, this is a tweet from a woman named, uh, someone named Hannah Kaiser. She tweeted, she, and she's a journalist also, let's point that out. She tweeted, asked Rob Manfred if his owners don't pay minor leaguers a living wage because they can't afford to or because they aren't interested in doing so. Response, and this is the quote, I reject the premise that they're not paid a living wage, Manfred said. And the entire fucking internet just exploded after that. The fact, and I mean, granted, he could have met, I'll play devil's advocate, he could have meant that in some other way or something like that. But from what he said, and the way I read it, and a lot of other people read it, is that he allegedly thinks that minor leaguers are paid a living wage. I, I'm appalled at just the thought of that. That he actually thinks that minor leaguers are paid a living wage. Because, and I go and I will revert back to that quote I just said. 14k a year for triple A, that one level before the bigs, that's living a level wage? No. Stop. The guy that gets paid, I don't know how much he gets paid, but probably millions a year to be the commissioner of this damn league is just so out of touch. With what's going on in the world. Especially in his own fucking league. 14k a year. You think that's a livable wage. From according to this quote. That's just taking the world by storm right now. That's ridiculous to me. And that's just something that needs to be addressed. In this damn league. Because to be honest. What's the. I get the dream of going to the majors. This that whatever. Like, that's what these guys are fighting for. But what's the point of going through all that shit, working two jobs when you're when you're associated with a major league club? You got a lot of these guys are probably working two jobs or, or are only focused on baseball and having to deal with this shit when you're only making 14K a year. It's... I wish I had more to say about it, but it's just so stupid that all I can really muster right now is what the fuck are we doing here, people? Well, like, seriously, these owners, the Rob Manfred, all the Major League Baseball brass, the higher ups need to get a clue, need to start setting some kind of limit for the minors and let these guys get paid what they deserve. Because, th- making another point here, think about it. Think about the guys that don't make the majors. Think about that. Think about the guys that don't develop like they're supposed to. They get drafted, they get signed, whatever. And they're stuck in single A, double A, triple A ball for God knows how long. The 30-year-olds, the 35-year-olds, the high 20s, all that stuff. And their time is just fleeting. They're spending all their time down there and they're making just, I'll say it, pennies on the dollar. With the dollar being the bigs making 
exorbitant amount of money per contract. <laughs> it needs to be addressed. That's all that I can really say. It needs to be addressed. The fact that that quote is a thing now is a bad look on the league. And something needs to be fixed. I, I can't even... I've lost all words. Jesus Christ. All right, ladies and gentlemen, to end off this show, the final segment, like I said in the intro, this one's going to be a doozy, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to, I'll be honest, this is going to be one of the weirdest, strangest, oddest, or whatever word you want to use, topics that you have ever heard on this show. And that's actually on this show, on our website, whatever. And that's saying something with the shit that we've already talked about. So, just the other day, an article from the New York Post came across my newsfeed. That article was titled, and I quote, I bought my husband a sex doll that looks just like me. Now we have threesomes. I will say that again. The article was titled, I bought my husband a sex doll that looks just like me. Now we have threesomes. Now, for the record, if you would like to read this article, it is from the New York Post. I do cite my sources. I'm very proud of that. You can find this source in the description of wherever you are listening to this podcast if you would like to read the full article. But to sum up this story, and I have, I have I've got some questions about this. I've got some questions. So to sum up this story... There's a couple. The man's 23. Woman's, I mean, sorry. The man's 28. The woman's 23. So apparently, according to this article, the husband has a very high libido, a very high sex drive. And according to the article, the woman was having trouble keeping up with this said sex drive. So what she did was she purchased a sex doll for her husband. <laughs> sex doll costing $1,800. We are going to hit on that point very shortly. But she purchased it, she purchased the doll to help for when she's not in the mood. So that if she's not in the mood, the husband can have sex with the doll. If she is in the mood, husband has sex with her. Like, very easy to figure out. Um, so, when they got the doll, they were doing that. But then they also started to experiment with her, including her in threesomes. Uh, they say, in the end, they say the doll also improved their sex life greatly. And if you do read the article, there are a lot of very interesting other factors and other key characteristics of their life that they use the doll in that you might find rather interesting. But the sex part is kind of what, kind of what drove me to this article and is what I have a few questions on. And if you are a family member of mine, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I just thought this was funny, and this is very awkward trying to explain this, knowing that I have family members listening to this damn show. So, first question I have is the $1,800 price tag on this damn doll. I need a sip of water. Give me a second. Uh, is the $1,800 price tag on this doll. Where did you buy this? Where did you buy this doll? Like I'm completely serious about this. Is there a website like a like a like a sex doll website or is there like a phone number like 1-800-SEX-DOLL? Better yet, is there a catalog that you could subscribe to that comes in and it's like in sections? 
Like, oh, this is the blonde section. This is the brunette section. The redhead section. The exotic section. Whatever. Like, where do you find $1,800 sex dolls? Because to me, the only sex dolls that I can, like, think of are from movies. Like, you know the ones that are, like, super cheapy plastic that you blow up like it's an inner tube for a pool and the eyes look like somebody used a magic marker to draw them on? They probably cost, like, what, 60 bucks, 50 bucks. Like, where did you buy it? And to go off of that, what the fuck is the thing made out of? I've always wondered that. How, what What is an $1,800 sex doll made out of and how do you clean it that's kind of a two-parter like how do you clean the damn thing is it like dishwasher safe that like it disassembles you can put it in the dishwasher and it gets sterilized that'd be actually kind of funny like could you imagine that though like side note if that thing was dishwasher safe which i don't think it is so don't quote me on it and you put that in the dishwasher and you had family come over and they're like oh i'll help you with the dishwasher they're staying over and whatnot and they open it and they just see legs and arms and shit how do you explain yourself out of that? But that I digress. That was just a side note. Anyway, like, is it that? Is it, like, laundry safe? Like, is there, like, a layer on top of the doll that you can just peel off and throw it in, the la- in, like, the washing machine? Like, how do you clean the damn thing? And I, I hope somebody knows this and leaves it in the comments because I would love to react to that as well. But anyway, bottom line is... I just, to be honest, I think this is a cool story, but a very interesting, like an off-putting story all at the same time. Because if you see this go across your social media feed, you're instantly going to stop and click it. Like, it's just, it's like human nature. If you're going to see a something that's titled that, like, oh, I bought my husband a sex doll that looks like me, now we have threesomes. You're instantly going to click that because it's just, it's an interesting fucking story. And then in... All in all, it's just overall, I know this is kind of a short one, but I do want to, I did want to bring this up because to be honest, I'm just happy that I'm happy to see people happy. I'm happy to see that these two are happy with their decision and they're proud to talk about it with like a major news publication because that's really cool. Granted, people like you'll, you'll read that in the article. They don't give a, they really don't care what other people think, but like, that's cool that they're doing their thing and they're letting the, they're letting people know about it. I just thought that was a nice little nice little story. Very interesting story. Very like, hey, what the fuck story. But interesting story all around. Now the question though is what do you think of it? Please let me know in the comments below. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Ladies and gentlemen, it looks like we ran out of time. I'd like to thank you again for joining into the program. Uh, it was another interesting one, folks. We went from normal sports stories, took a left turn right into Sexville. Right into sex topics. Which I think is the most, Amer- most American and most manly thing you can do. Or womanly thing. It's 2022. I can't really judge there. Anyway... Uh, Thank you again for joining me here today. Don't forget, we always have voicemails and emails or the ability for you to leave a voicemail or an email so that we can answer your questions. Like they could be goofy questions, what if questions, um, questions about my life, questions about your life that you want me to react to, anything. So please, there's a voicemail, uh, there's a phone number. You can see that in the description as well as an email if you don't want your voice on the 
on the show. If you're kind of like shy or whatnot, you can leave an email as well. Please look in the description below and you'll be able to be on the show, basically. Get, get a question on here. Get, get some interaction with y'all. So I hope you all have another amazing week. Hope you enjoy the weather out there because you know what? Here in the Midwest, we got to soak in as many rays as we can, folks. Because wintertime is right around the corner and we're going to be praying for weather like this. Because fuck, I am not ready for that cold. I'm not ready at all. But on a lighter note, hope you all enjoy. Uh, Cheers to you all. Love you. Take care.